Wow. Oh, please keep clapping. Thank you, Lord. Shall we pray? Father, thank you so much for this morning. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Sweet presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we have gathered once again in your presence to receive of you, to be nourished and built up, to be established. And we say thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the house. You are joining us by Facebook, by YouTube, by Dofopa FM and Sweet Melodies. Well, Bishop Eddie is on holiday, as you would guess. Yes, uh, 60th birthday holiday with his family. So he sends you his love and says that one day you also become 60. <laughs> and you also go on holiday. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's our year of being thankful. And today, oh, wow, hey, forgive. I didn't know that there were months of gods in the house. Please acknowledge Apostle JC. And Bishop Joshua Domediame. Wow. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. And it's a year of being thankful. And today is attempt great things for God Sunday. Amen. Because it is the day on which we covenant with God to attempt great things, great feats for him this year. You see, Jesus made a great effort, left heaven and came to earth to show the way. And we must also reciprocate by doing something great, especially when he has granted us the grace to see 2023. Anytime God gives you a new year, that is your birthday or a new year, whichever, your birthday is the entrance to a new year or the end of the year is also an entrance to a new year. What is giving you is grace. In fact, yesterday I was with someone who had lost his wife a few days before the year ended. And from the story, I was telling them that, look, when we write exams, some people, when it's top work, they are still feverishly writing. How many have seen people like that? I'm sure... Yeah, that's like stop work, but I mean, it's like they are still writing something. But some people, before the time is up, they finished. They put their pens down, <laughs> and they finished. They understand. And I said, look, she's one of those who you can see that she's finished her work. You see, so for those of us who haven't finished, who need time, because you see, invigilators. Real invigilators. When it's stop work, it's stop work. You dare not write anything before you rest minus 
5 or minus 10 has been written on your paper. If it's a real image later, I mean. <laughs> so, when it's top work for God, for us, it's top work. You can't, you can't add anything. Hebrews 9.27 says that we will die once, then after that is the judgment. Immediately, your papers are being marked. Do you understand me? So, for those of us who are still alive, we are alive because God has realized that, look, if he says stop work now, when the papers are marked, it will not be easy for us. So, we are going to covenant with God today to attempt great things for him. Amen. So, the title of my message is Attempt great things by being thankful. Amen? And for that, we are so blessed to have received a powerful or powerful prophetic words from our prophets this year for 2023. These are the prayers and blessings. 2023, my year of being thankful. So, I want us to go over them one more time so that we can soak them in because you see in Genesis 23 I believe God told Abimelech the king he said to him that okay he said that I think verse 7 he was talking about Abimelech who had taken Abraham's wife. He said, Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. Amen. When God gives you a prophet, through the prayers of the prophet, you shall live. I see you living through the prayers of the prophet that God has given us. Oh yes. So, these prophetic words are for us to live by. And you shall live and see the end of 2023. By this same prophetic word, you shall also be preserved. According to Hosea 13, the Bible says that, and by a prophet. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet was he preserved. So I want you to take these words, these prayers and blessings as prophetic words that are going to preserve you in Jesus' name. It means that you will not fall from your high states. You will not retrogress. In fact, one, the first point is that you go forward this year. Amen. You shall go forward in real and measurable terms in Jesus' name. No, no, no. At the end of the day, you, you will see. You will see yourself that you've gone forward. Oh, you will see yourself that you've gone forward. And other people will also testify that you've gone forward. Amen. Okay, so what we are saying is that I, I, don't, I don't want you to take this as... Okay, there were some points that were given on 31st and also whatever, you know, they are being said again. No, 
know that these are prophetic words by which you will live. That's why we are going over there, so that we soak them in. So the first one says, Lord, I'm thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of never going backwards, but forwards only. In 2023, I am going forward in my life and ministry. Now I'll tell you something. A real way of going forward is by going forward in your prayer and your spirituality. Oh yes. Oh yes. In that, I can testify personally that when I have had seasons of being prayerful, there have also been it has also been a season of moving forward. Oh yes. Oh yes. I thought of two seasons in my life. In one season, I had tried well I had attempted an exam. The exam was called Professional Linguistic and Assessment Board Exam. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> in short, PLAB. Now that exam is an exam that every doctor who is trained outside England has to write. So it tests two things. One, your knowledge base. That you know certain diseases that you are going to encounter in your practice in England. Yes, in England. I'll come to Ghana soon, don't worry. What it is is that when you go to an outpatient department in Ghana, about 40% of your patients have malaria. Oh yeah, so there was a doctor who didn't bother to <laughs> he didn't bother to he had a stamp he had a stamp I'm not saying that you should do the same if you're an upcoming doctor but he had a stamp and when the people sat before him after he had a stamp a certain group of medicines <laughs> knowing that most of the people who fall with it and, 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 and they'll they take it to the pharmacy and give them those medicines. It's a, it's a stamp. Whatever he said, your head, your whatever. <laughs> yes. Because that's the truth of the matter. But when you go to England, when you sit in a clinic, some of the people you see have connective tissue disorders. Which you would not have seen in Ghana. Like systemic lupus erythematosus. It sounds like tongues. <laughs> yeah. So, you were a doctor coming from India or from Ghana to practice in England. You have to study those diseases. You can't, you can't tell him that he's got malaria. What do you mean? <laughs> For you realize they've sent you back home. When they can send people back, they can take your license from you and send you back to your country. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I operated with somebody once. It was his last day. As he was operating with me. 
He was telling me stories about how he's going back to his hometown to go and do farming and all these things. Asomoa, his license had been taken away from him. It was later that somebody told me that. Do you know that that day he was operating with you? It was his, his last day. He was going back to his hometown to do farming. Maybe also, he was also a bit tired of medicine. He had practiced for many years and he had made a mistake. So off he went. Now the professional linguistic assessment board also tests your language, your ability to communicate in English. Because I remember one day I stood somewhere and I was talking to a lady, an old lady. Then she told me that, go and look for somebody who can speak English. And I said, ah, am I speaking Arabic to you? <laughs> but you could see that should tell. Maybe it was the accent. But the point I'm making is that when I wrote that exam, I didn't pass. Now, my preparation for that exam had been more intensive than my preparation for many other exams in my life. Six months of waking up and studying from 8 to 2. 8 in the morning to 2. Then 2 p.m. to Around 2 p.m. p.m. to 8 p.m. in the study group. Then at the end of it, I didn't pass. And by the grace of God, I'm not so unintelligent. At the moment, there was a certain question on a topic called hypernatremic dehydration. I didn't expect it. It was on my side. Anyway, so at the end of it, I told myself that, do you know what? This is not I've prepared for so many months and didn't pass. I'm not going to study anymore. Put the books aside. There was a church I was attending that had a prayer meeting from Wednesday 11 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. It was such that people could come and go. So from lunch, you come for one hour, then you go. As for me, I was there at 11 because I was tired of the books. Men of about be here. And I'll stay there from 11 to 5.30 praying, praying for different topics including coming against the rights of other religions in Africa and all the whole pray. I mean, it was such that the people I was staying with, one of them asked, I think they met somewhere or somebody met, then they said, ah, didn't you say that Aso came to do medicine as in prose, as in medicine? Then she said, yes, he came to do prose. He seems he's trying to be a pastor because he's always in that prayer meeting. <laughs> you know, and the prayer meeting ended at 5.30 and then the evening service started at 6.30. So between 5.30 and 6.30, the pastors were, went to eat because they had been there from 11 to 5.30. So soon, the people who served the pastors started inviting me to, oh, you two have been here from 11 to 5.30. So come and eat as well. Before they said, I mean, the pastor has status fully. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I remember that it was after that exam, I, I think this, this, this um, preparation, because my next exam, I've written the exam in September, I was supposed to write another one in March. Six months. I was going to pray. I was praying. I, I remember coming back and seeing the books line. I said, be there. Be there. After studying this much and then I didn't pass the exam. <laughs> oh, my brain go. Ah, said, so no way. Oh, I will not mind you. Cry. 
I remember that it was in December that I said, oh, now I'm going to study. I think it was middle of December. No, December. Beginning of December. Then at the beginning of December, I had a flu for two weeks. Hey. Terrible flu. I was, I was out for two weeks. So instead of six month preparation, I had six weeks preparation. I've been praying. Praying in tongues. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the church. Praying at home. Attending prayer. I mean, they're praying. Praying. I'm talking about you moving forward because you are praying. Because you see, I, I, I came to that exam with six weeks left. But I knew that something supernatural had happened. Because one of my friends who was writing the exam for the first time traveled from his part of London to come and meet me and said, I, I want to come and discuss a few topics with you. It came. I was more than Solomon when the Queen of Sheba came. Hey, everything he asked me, I gave him the answer. Everything he asked me, I gave him the answer. So he told me that, you see, the trip to go and write the exam. The exam was in Edinburgh, which is six hours from London by train. He said, I will sit with you in the same coach for those six hours because I need you, I need to be with you for those six hours so you can, I can receive from you. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Six weeks. Six weeks. Because what I could not do by my physical, I mean, I, I tried, but there was obviously an element, and I came to introduce that element into your life today, that there's something you've been trying to do. You see, Peter said to the people, I go out fishing, and he toiled all night and caught nothing. But when Jesus came, Jesus introduced a supernatural element, which is coming to you through prayer, and Jesus said, Cast your net on the right side. Immediately they cast the net after toiling all night. And the question to ask is, what is the difference in a small boat between the right side and the left side? Had they not been fishing all those what if they toiled all night? Had they not been fishing on the right side? Experience fishermen. But I came to tell you that something in the supernatural brought those 153 fishes into the net. And this year, try and add that prayer element to your life. Try and add that supernatural element to your life. So that you may reap thereby. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. We went on the coach, the train. We went to ride the exam. And I passed the exam. Passed it. And that was the last exam I didn't pass. After that, shoo, 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 shoo. because I learned that hey, you can toil, but when you pray, you see, this is why I'm also, if you like, launching what we call hearing and seeing. You see, last week was actually hearing and seeing Sunday. Yes. On our almanac, it was hearing and seeing Sunday. So we are combining the hearing and seeing Sunday with the attempt great things for God Sunday. And I'm telling you that hearing and seeing has the two has two components. Number one is our flow prayer meetings and flow church. 
You see, if you are able to wake up and pray with the flow prayer meetings, it is an index that you are prayerful. It is. It is. If you can't wake up, you can't even move. <laughs> then it means that your spirituality, or rather, your flesh has overcome your spirit. Do you remember when Jesus was with the disciples? He was trying to get them to pray. Jesus was able to pray. But the disciples could not pray. So he diagnosed their condition. He said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And as one of my friends asked, how come that the weak flesh was able to overcome the willing spirit or the strong spirit? In other words, your spirituality in this coming year I'm telling you, you see, by the grace of God, we are going to enter into the flow church of Sundays and the flow prayer meeting of Tuesdays. Yes, 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 yes. So, this is the challenge to you. On Sunday, you may come to church like this. Fine. Because you are in the first service, you won't really get to partake of the first flow church service. Because the flow church service on Sunday starts at 7 and ends around 9. But because of that, that flow service immediately, that flow church, immediately it ends, it will start playing again on YouTube and on Facebook. And you can log in at any time. So you make a covenant with God. And I think it's one of the things to write down when you're covenanting to, with God together. I will do my best on a Sunday. You see, let me tell you, it will run from Sunday morning for 24 hours. Yes. So tell yourself that by the time 24 hours is probably, let's say, 9.15 on Monday morning. Tell yourself that between Sunday and Monday, I will log into that flowchart and pray with the prophets. Like I said to you, you are praying so that you live. You are praying so that you preserved. You preserved. Yes. 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 And you are praying so that you move forward. You move forward. You move forward. Clearly. Let's go to the second one. So I think in um, Peter's, let's read the verse in another first point. Simon Peter saith unto him, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. I said, They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Number two. Lord, in 2023, I am thankful that I have the blessing of finding what I've been looking for. Whatever I couldn't lay hands on up till now, I shall find in 2023. Somebody say amen. And I think that we have made that point clearly already. 
that the reason why you may not have found what you are looking for is that in 2023 you, you, you employed your own methods. 2022 or the years before. But in 2023 you are going to add prayer. And I'm telling you that if you are able to partake in the flow church on Sundays and on Tuesdays at 4 a.m., you come on board by making time for the flow prayer meeting. You do well. You see, I know that there are some people who join other prayer meetings which are held online. I know that because of status and Facebook. I, I know. I just see. Pa, 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 pa. This comes. They have joined. But let me show you a verse in Mark chapter 2 verse 18. You see, some people came to ask Jesus, maybe we should read 17. Let's see, what, what does it say in 17? Okay, 18, I think. 18 is fine. And the disciples of John and of the Pharisees used to fast. And they come and say unto him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but thy disciples fast not? Okay. I'm just I'm just reading this verse to show you that. The Pharisees had disciples. John had disciples. And Jesus had disciples. Please, is it clear from the verse? I can also, I can also show you 1 Corinthians 11. 1. Be followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. And no trace You are following Christ. <laughs> Do you understand me? But somehow it is quite well established that God gives you a man to follow, even as that man is following Christ. I, I hope you understand. Yes. So I honestly don't see why Bishop Dagonis is on flow on Tuesday at 4 a.m. But they are going to join another prayer meeting. <laughs> you like that prayer meeting more than the prayer meeting of Bishop Dagon knows. Are you a disciple of John? Or are you a disciple of the Pharisees? Or are you a disciple of Jesus? No, ask your friend, declare today who you are a disciple of. All I'm saying to you is that disciples of Bishop Dagwood Mills join Flow Church on Sunday and disciples of Bishop Dagwood Mills join Flow Church on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Yes. 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 Otherwise, you see, don't be hypocritical. Don't be hypocritical. Don't be hypocritical. Don't be hypocritical. Don't say you are following Bishop Dagonus, but yet you are not really following. Hmm. Oh yes. Oh yes. 
No, 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 I'll tell you something. One day somebody came to Bible school from a country in the, in Europe. He came to be a Bible school. A Bible school. Now after one year, he approached the principal and told the principal that, I realized that in this Bible school we are supposed to follow Bishop Dagwood Nelson. And he says, I recognize that. It's not, a, I mean, it's not a problem, but what he wants to say, me, I'm a follower of Benin. I've been a Benin follower for years before I came to this Bible school. So, since I realized that I cannot follow them both with the same intensity, I want to end my stay in the Bible school and go back so that I go and follow Benin properly. Wait. And, and, and we respected him for that. Because he was being sincere. What I'm saying is that don't be, you see, don't be a false. You are in Macarius Church, which is one of the United United denominations. And yet, you hear another voice all the time. That's the one you follow. There's something wrong with that. And it doesn't make you go forward anyway. Doesn't make you go forward. Doesn't make you go forward. In fact, it leads to a kind of spiritual death. Do you know that when zebras are born, a baby zebra, you see, we think all zebras are black and white. Yes, indeed, they are black and white. But the patterns are different. Oh, yes, the patterns are different. So when a zebra is born, what his mother or her mother does as one of the first duties in life is to shield the you see, because baby will start seeing. And so what the baby, what the mother zebra does is that she, she, she makes sure that the only pattern that that baby is seeing for the first time is her pattern. So when the zebra turns this way, then she also turns that way. So the baby will see the hair pattern. Then when the baby is trying to turn, she, she, she does that all the time in the first few hours of that new zebra's eyesight. Because this is, a, this is the reason. If that zebra, that baby zebra, if the head moves, and as the head is moving, he wants to feed, and he goes to another zebra to feed, that mother zebra would trample that baby to death. They, they, they don't, they don't, they don't tolerate wrong pattern recognition. No, that's what they do. They just kill the baby. So that mother zebra, is and I'm telling you that you are probably not mature enough to really know what you need to know. But God has given you a mother and a spiritual father in our father Bishop Dagon as his disciple. If you follow the teachings, you will be protected. So I'm also saying by way of introduction that. Hearing and seeing also involves what we call the camp message for the quarter. Yes. Every month, no, every quarter, all of us will be encouraged to listen to camp. These camps are the camps that have established us in the UD. And I'm pleased to introduce the camp for this quarter, being the atmosphere camp. Atmosphere. There's a camp called Atmosphere Camp. So some of you may not even know when we say 
camps are. The collection of camps is in what is known as the Makane, which you can find in darkwoodnews.org, audio collection. And you can go there. It's also on podcasts. You can go there and then listen to the camp. I'll tell you what. The secret of listening to messages is not in dedicating a time to the message. You may not find that time. I'm saying may not. Depends on who you are. So what you can do, you may even be cooking in the kitchen. Have a camp play in the kitchen. It's just plain. Even the word atmosphere, it is sanctifying your atmosphere. Because certain things you may hear from the radio or other things that you are playing may, may, may not help your atmosphere. You are driving. Slot it in. Let it play as you are driving. You see, that is how to become familiar. But you see, it is something that you have to cultivate. Something you have to cultivate. But I believe that you want to go forward this year. And you go for it in real and measurable terms by embracing the Father that God has given us and His teachings. Yes. Yes. Number three. Lord, I am thankful that throughout this year I shall experience your involvement in all my ways. God's involvement in everything I am doing is yielding a better outcome. Say amen. amen. I thank God that I am becoming more healthy and more wealthy in 2023 because God is arranging and providing for me. Amen. amen. You know these two verses, John 21, 5 to 6. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have you any meat? Or have you any food? You've been toiling all night. Do you have food? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the mouths of fishes. Now look at verses 9 to 10. Same John 21. As soon as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon and bread. Jesus said unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Wow. Jesus is going to be involved in your life. You know, Jesus at that time was a spirit. Do you realize that? He was not a human being per se. And I prophesy that spirits, including angels, will be involved in your life this year. When you pray and when you are involved in outreach angels become involved in your life. 
Do you know that in the book of Acts, when the apostles were preaching the gospel, angels became involved in their lives. In Acts chapter 8, Philip was in Samaria. (laughs) Preaching. An angel became involved with him. Oh yes. So I'm also pleased to announce to you that from the 17th of January, which is next, next week Tuesday, we are beginning an operation called Operation Don't Think About It. <laughs> like, but beyond the name, Operation Don't Think About It is a season of prayer, outreach, follow up. How many know some people who need to be followed up? They are not here. You, yeah, 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 they are not here. You need to be followed. So that season, it's from January 17th to the 31st, and then the first two weeks of February. Let me give you the end of that season so that it doesn't. I give you the right and accurate date. So, beautiful. January 17th to 31st, and February 1st to the 12th. Operation, don't think about it. So, traditionally we've had our fasting period. So yes, especially the first weeks of January will be fasting to augment our prayer. But in the last two weeks especially, we'll be having different kinds of outreach. Any kind of outreach you can think of. And what I'm saying is that when you get into outreach, Somehow, you see, angels are like fellow employees. I think in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10, probably. The angel who showed John the revelation, at a point, John fell at his feet to worship him. So he said, and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant. And of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. So what the angel was telling him is that. Don't worship him because I am like you. We work together. So what the angel was saying was that. We testify about Jesus. You also testify about Jesus. So we are brethren. And he said, worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. What I'm telling you is, fellow servants flow together, fellowship together. In fact, there are even large households where fellow servants have married each other. Yeah, yeah. But they are together. Yeah. Working together. 
And I'm telling you that because angels are involved in the proclamation of the gospel. Remember the story of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. He was built. He worshipped God. An angel appeared to him and said, Look, do this, do this, this go to Peter, do, 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 do all that. Same with Philip. And I'm telling you that if you get involved in prayer, in outreach, and start the year with the operation, don't think about it. And you also get involved now, the angels will be involved in your life. And remember that many of the angels who come will not come with flapping wings. Or small wings like Reverend Phillips wings at in the Christmas play. No, they will come just like ordinary human beings. But there'll be something extra about them. That will make you think, ah, this was an angel. I believe that one day I experienced angelic intervention. Because I drove. I didn't tell the story from Ghana I was going to tell. But pardon me. It was a story, it's a story from Tema. Okay, but even if I haven't said it, I want to take you back to England to Birmingham. You'll be there one day, Birmingham. I was on duty working in a town called Aylesbury. It's also in a place called Buckinghamshire. I was working, I was on duty from 8 p.m. on a Sunday. But I attended a meeting in Birmingham and I had to rush back to come and start my duty at 8 p.m. So I had run out of fuel or was running out of fuel. It was showing me the sign that I had to buy fuel. The alarm. But I didn't have time. So I rushed to the hospital, packed, went and took over duty at 8 p.m. Then the next morning, 8 a.m., a little after 8, I finished my duty. So I was now going home. (laughs) When I got to a railway track, the car stopped. The filling station, I could see the filling station just just a few feet away. And the car stopped on a railway track. (laughs) Before I could know it, a woman in a soccer had parked on the other side. And she came out of a car. This was a white woman in a small car, but she was big. And she just asked me one question. Have you run out of fuel? I said, yes. She said, sit in the car. Then this one white woman pushed my car off the railway track to the filling station. Yeah. 
I'm a white woman pushing the black. I mean, the, two, the thing, the variables there, there are too many from a railway track. I mean, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. And I was too busy buying the feather. I don't even know where she went. Just went somewhere. You know? So what I'm telling you is that angelic involvement in your life is real. And it will happen this year as you pray. Oh. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Number four. You can give us some call. But I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessings of a son and a daughter. I am thankful that I shall be dealt with as a son and a daughter in 2023. And I am thankful that I can experience rebukes, chastening, and correction with a good attitude. I shall bear the peaceable fruit of righteousness, holiness, and specialness that comes through being chastened and corrected even when it is not a joyous experience. Wow. That's what I have learned. That... I can't just chasten anybody and everybody. Because one day I was working with someone and I went to chasten or rebuke her. I suffered for it, Bia. And that's because was not a daughter. End of story. So, I mean, I'll advise you. Don't go and rebuke anybody's son or anybody's daughter. You see, one day I had a church member who had marital issues. So she used to call me, husband, to talk, talk, talk. Then I felt that her son had a bad influence on my son. But they were friends, or he liked my son, or whatever. My son wanted to follow him. So, one day when I saw him with my son, I warned him, said, hey, don't, it's not your friend. <laughs> uh, and he went to tell his mother. So, the next day, I got a text from the mother, my church member. She said, I may have marital Issues, but I think I know how to bring up my children well. Hey, <laughs> so when I received that text message, I remember I was driving and listening to a message of the prophet Bishop Dark. He was teaching. I think this was the next day, and when he was teaching, he said, in the message. That be careful not to rebuke anybody's son or anybody's daughter. And I said, Prophet, you should have said this yesterday. (laughs) You should have said this yesterday. 
you would have saved me from a situation. <laughs> look how my church member has faced me. That look. It's true that I have my issues, but as for my children, I know how to bring them up well. You have no right to come and rebuke my son. Hey. So me, I'm just telling you. But you see, the truth of the matter is that you have to make yourself a son or a daughter in order that you can be chastened or rebuked or corrected. You have to make yourself a son. People, many people will not even come around and say, you are my son or whatever. No, no, no. There's a feeling about it. By a real and a true son or a daughter, they are. They are. I remember attending someone's wedding recently. He had, he was getting married. And when he was getting married, he was a pastor. But there were about five bishops or six bishops at his wedding. Five or six bishops and an Episcopal sister at his wedding. So the senior bishop who was officiating asked me to preach. And I said that, look, this guy, he's a real son. You see, that's why he has so many people, so many bishops. Because at that time, another bishop's son was getting married. But we had all left that ceremony to come to his ceremony. And I told him, you see, he has survived many chastenings and rebukes. Because one day he came to my house. And he said something in my house. And I told him, don't come to my house again. I banned him from my house. <laughs> I said, don't come to my house again. <laughs> and he said that ban for some time before. <laughs> for the ban was lifted. Yes. She said, son. See. So, I'm just telling you, giving you free advice. Don't go rebuking or chastening anybody unless he's a son or a daughter. A son or a daughter, after you chasten them and rebuke them, they will come and say thank you. But if they are not a son or a daughter, they will be very annoyed with you. Because that's when their pride will arise. That what right does he have to say this or to say that? May you become a son or a daughter. Because in the church, you see, and some of you are anyway not even close enough to be chastened or rebuked. You are far away. You are in the church. You say, Bishop Eddie is your pastor. She already hasn't seen you. You've not had a one-on-one with him for many years. But you come. You see, let me just say this also, since it's also a year of being thankful, that I want to thank you for coming Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Oh, yes. As I drove in and noticed the cars on the carpet, that was the thought that came to me. Wow. These are people who love God and therefore have come to church. You see, because I know a pastor who is a prophet. He told me one day that he said in his church that, I don't know what he said to himself that, 
the people didn't come to church. You know, he, he, he spoke in a way which was not thankful. So immediately the Lord told him to hearing that, okay, it seems we don't appreciate the grace that brings the people to church Sunday after Sunday. So I'm going to take the grace away for some weeks so that you will see that there is a power and a force at work that is bringing the people to church. Hey! So he says the next Sunday when he came to church, as if somebody had gone to tell all the people not to come to church. Hey! He didn't come to church. They didn't come to church. The next week, they didn't come to church. The week after, they didn't come to church. I began to negotiate with God. God, please. I know that what I did. Because he knew. He knew that that's the reason why the people are not come to church. His utterance that he made. Instead of being grateful that I've given you people who come and listen to you, who come to church, who love me. They don't, it's not, they love me first. That's why they also follow you. And you didn't, you're not thankful. I've also lifted their grace. Hey! So one day as he kept on negotiating with God, go to know, okay, Sunday they will come. Coming Sunday they will come. So, he had a meeting with his pastors and I told them that Sunday we will see something. <laughs> Sunday came, all the cars, as if somebody had gone to organize them from somebody. They just arrived. They just came. So he said, Grace. You see, we are really thankful, and I know that Bishop Eddie is very thankful, and in his own time, he will find time to tell you how grateful he is that last week, Sunday, you were here to. Honor him. Oh, yes. 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 You see, and the celebration of Bishop Eddie's 60th birthday was an example of what sonship does. Oh, yes. Because the prophet was saying that. In relation to Bishop Saki and Bishop Eddie, he doesn't see any difference in 20, 30, 40 years ago and today. They are still his sons. He can rebuke them. He can chasten them. He can correct them. Their attitude remains the same. Why? Because of humility. 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 Were you not all here? At least if you are not here, I'm telling you that he said that he is still in his 50s. And they are now in their 60s. So he's younger than that, but he can rebuke them. They are his sons in the ministry. May God give you the spirit of sonship and that of a daughter. Amen. You see, because that spirit of humility, according to James 4 8, uh, 1 Peter 5 5, is what makes God raise you up. I think it's the next point, which I'll probably be ending with because it's a, a kind of holiday. Sunday. <laughs> it says it says that Lord, I am thankful for the restoration of humility into my life because I have discovered that a lack of humility 
is the explanation for every defect, failure, and sin in my life. Through humility, God will give me grace in 2023. I am thankful that God will not resist me or oppose me in 2023. Hallelujah. James 4.6 says, But he gives more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. In 2023, as you learn to be humble, God is going to give you grace. See, there are many aspects of grace. Number one is that grace makes things easy. Oh, yes. I mean, when you talk about a graceful dancer, you can see that the person is dancing and making moves which are so nice. But you try to make them. You will see that as it's not as easy as it looks. Why does it look easy when they are doing it? Because of grace. Or if you like, go to a golf course and see them hit the ball and tell them that, oh, no be anything, go do them. Give me a club. And you'll be surprised that you hit and think the ball is gone. As the ball is still lying there. There's a certain grace. And as for me, one of the things that when I looked up the word grace in the Concordance, one of the definitions was that grace is the divine influence in the life of the believer and its manifestation in a life of gratitude. So what it is is that when there is grace in your life, God is in your life. There is a powerful presence of God is in your life. But also, life is a life of gratitude. You thank God for what you have. And you see, we are very blessed because during the year, Bishop Eddie took us through a series. I mean, he actually went through the book, How Can I Say Thanks? So it's time for us to go and revise. That's why I gave the example. You need to go and revise and look to do our work well. God has given us this year of being thankful so that we do the practicals of what was taught us last year. Because if grace comes into your relationship, your husband, you will see the positive aspects of him. That make him nice to dwell with. Same with your wife. You will see the nice things. You say, oh wow. This person, you know, they like smiling. He cracks jokes to make me laugh. Because there's somebody to his her husband doesn't talk. Before a joke will come out of his mouth. I think the Russia-Ukraine war has to end before a joke. <laughs> so, men and brethren, I think this is enough. We are not trying to finish a syllabus or anything. 
five points are okay for the prophetic word that God has given us stand to your feet let's close thank you Lord begin to thank the Lord God will be glorified in your life this year through all these prophetic prayers and blessings and exhortations and the fulfillment thereof in my life, Lord, be glorified, be glorified in my life, Lord, be glorified. Sing in my life, Lord, in my life, Lord, be be glorified, be glorified in my life, Lord, be glorified. Church Lord, in your church Lord, in your church Lord, be be glorified, be glorified in your church. voice and begin to pray. You have heard many words and prophetic blessings. Ask God to give you the grace for humility. Ask God to give you the grace to be a son. Ask God to give you the grace to be spiritual this year. By following the flow prayer meeting, by, by waking up, by making adjustments in your lifestyle to be a prayerful person. To be engaged in outreach, prayer, fellowship, teaching people. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus. Pray the Lord, may I move forward in, re- in a real and measurable way this year. By the end of the year 2023, may I be able to testify. And may others also be able to testify that I moved on. I moved forward in my spirituality. In the name of Jesus, somebody pray this morning. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord. That your name may be glorified in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, O God. In the name of Jesus. With every head bowed, every eye closed. Maybe you are here today. Someone invited you to church. Very early in 2023. And you've heard the word of God. And you want to say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to commit myself to God. I even want to join this church. If that is you, wherever you are, I want you to lift up your right hand only. And I'll pray with you. Very important. Very, very important. 
a decision early in the year for Jesus. I need you to commit yourself to Jesus early in the year. If you've lifted up your hand, I need you to come forward, walk forward, and I'll pray with you. Yes. Yes. As they come, God bless you. Come. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I'm running to the mercy. Yes. God bless you for coming forward to respond to the call of Jesus. I want to pray with you. Okay. So bow down your heads. I pray this prayer. Let's all support them and join them. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Please forgive me. Wash away my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Now I want you to lift up one hand, one finger like this. One finger like this. Say, Satan, I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus. Say, Father, I thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. It's now time for communion. Take this, this is my body, which is broken for you. Yes. This is my blood, which was shed for you. The body and the blood. Yes. Love is drinking. Thank you for the cup of blessing. It's the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break. The holy meal. Yes, Lord. It is the meal of God. It will in you. It will you. It will give you life. Thank you, Lord. The Lord said that when the Israelites were going through the deserts for 40 years, their feet did not swell. Now, swollen feet can be heart due to heart disease, due to kidney disease. What I am saying is that because of the communion or the Passover that they took at the beginning of their journey, God preserved them. So, in this body of Jesus, is a mysterious element that goes to reset things in your body. So as you take this communion, I'm also prophesying to you that you will not suffer from kidney disease. Ah, that's it. Yea, 40 years didst thou sustain them in the wilderness so that they lacked nothing. Their clothes waxed not old and their feet swelled not. Supernaturally, there are many things that can make 
your heart not function the way it should function. But what they are saying is that believe that in this mysterious element is something that goes into your body will reset and correct. Just believe it. Supernatural. And we believe in the body of Jesus. Broken for our healing and keeping us from heart diseases, kidney diseases, liver diseases, any other malfunctioning organ. May the body of Jesus correct that malfunction. The body of Jesus. The body of Jesus. The body of Jesus. Eat it. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus. I am reminded that in human blood there are some cells. They are called killer cells. They go to attack cancer cells. So today as you are drinking the blood of Jesus I believe, I have the faith that this blood of Jesus supernaturally, it contains some supernatural killer cells. Cancer does not even have to be diagnosed. It just has to be killed before it starts. So as you lift up the blood of Jesus, believe that you are lifting up an agent that is more than chemotherapy. That is more than radiotherapy. Because there are no side effects. And it is going to destroy any cancer cell anywhere that has even tried to rear its ugly head. Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Drink it. Thank you, Father, for your blood. The blood of God sheds for us. Thank you that Sunday after Sunday, when we come and take of the communion, our lives are being prolonged. Our lives are being lengthened. Ah, Lord, there are some people over whom a curse has been spoken that they will not live beyond a certain time. But we thank God for the blood of Jesus and the body of Jesus. That yoke is destroyed in the name of Jesus. They are crossing 60 with ease, crossing 70 with ease, crossing 80 with ease. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you are also by this body and blood giving us the wisdom to live well. Wisdom to manage ourselves well. Wisdom against stress, Lord. Wisdom against killer diseases like hypertension. And you are healing us, O God, of cardiac diseases, kidney diseases, liver diseases, every other kind of malfunction. So that, Lord, we go to our graves in strength, Lord. Not in disease. Not in weakness. Just as Moses was. When the Bible says his eyesight was not dim. 
his senses were alert. May that be our story. May we be like the patriarchs of old who died when it was their time after blessing their sons. After blessing his sons, Jacob rode up and died. David, after blessing Solomon, just went to the bed and died. May our death be like that in the name of Jesus. And not through an accident, Lord. And not through a disease, Lord. And not through a withering disease in the hospital. In the name of Jesus. Because of the body we are taking. Because of the blood we are taking. All the time. We believe this is our portion. And we thank you. That you have done it. In Jesus name. Amen.